Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. You have asked and I listened. I am so excited to announce the upcoming Rising Leaders Collective Membership Community. This will include bi-weekly support as you learn to own and stand on your story in a supportive collaborative space. Do you want to become a published author, a podcaster, or a business owner? Then this is the space for you. Be the first to know all the details as they are released. You do not want to miss out. Drop your email in the link below in the show notes. I am so excited to support you and bring this vision to life. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are doing some hot seat coaching. I love hot seat coaching. This is one of the reasons that I love being part of group programs, why I love running group programs, because we learn in that instance and we learn by connecting with other people. So today I'm doing this with brand expert, content strategist, and storyteller, Jennifer Yassin, as we dive into the Your Story Makes Your Brand workshop that we're running. And there's been so much interest for this, that this might be something that you will see more often, as well as this opportunity for hot seat coaching. So if this is something you're listening and you're like, Ooh, I'm a little bit scared, but I want to be vulnerable. And I want to be on that spot to learn, honestly, connect with me in through anywhere in social media. And we will set you up because this was an incredible experience. We put it out on social media and asked who would be interested in doing some hot seat coaching. And we have with us today, her name is Rachel. And Rachel is somebody that we met in a mastermind. I met in a mastermind earlier in 2021. And she jumped into an Instagram live with us. So as we did this, we were able to take her through her path, her story, unpacking it and doing it in about 30 minutes. So this is a little bit of a synopsis of what that looked like. And as we are opening up for our workshop on November 12th from 12 to 2 p.m., the link is in the show notes to join us. It is a two-hour workshop immersive where we help you to unpack your story, one aspect of your story, and then how to translate that to be able to communicate it best with your clients so that they can see you in building your brand. Remember, this is a time of social media where it's the best time ever to build a brand, to build your business, because it's essentially free real estate compared to years ago when I did have to spend you know, $500 for a little square one-by-one ad for newspaper when we were building our brick and mortar business. Just a great time to be out there. But if you don't know what your story is, you don't know what your message is, and you're very concerned or stuck in a comparison loop looking at what everyone else is doing, 
then it gets really, really hard in order to stay on your own path. And actually, not even just that, your people can't hear you. The people you are meant to impact the most cannot hear you. Therefore, they will not connect with your message. It's so important to dive into you, your message, your brand, and stay on that course. So enjoy this hot seat coaching experience. I'm sure there is a lesson in here for you to apply to your own life, your own business. And again, if you want to join us for the workshop, please go to the link in the show notes. The recording is available. And honestly, what do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing. I would love the opportunity to support you on this journey. Both Jennifer and I would, because honestly, we know the impact that happens when you learn to truly unpack, unlock your story and use your story to make your brand. Enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. Happy Saturday. Marsha here. I am a storytelling business coach. I love to help women learn how to pull the lessons out of their story, own their stories and stand on their stories so that they can actually step into the impact that they are here to make. So today we've got a really cool thing because myself and Jennifer Yassin, we are offering a workshop Friday, November 12th, and we are here doing some hot seat coaching because we put it out there on our stories and asked who might want to be able to be in this space. If you are somebody who says, look, I want to do some hot seat coaching, let us know. No strings attached because it honestly is, we are ready to do it. So I think she's here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's cold here. It's freezing here. I'm sure. I'm like, okay. I'm like, this is now normal. I told yeah. her it's your, it's your Instagram, okay. so hopefully okay. she'll be joining soon. Perfect. Perfect. Yay! Perfect. Hi. I, it's good morning. It's early good. there. <laughs> My awesome. client, Amy, who started her business just this year in September. And it's amazing. You guys should ch- check it out. It's shopdragonflyvibes.com. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, I love the name. What did she do? So actually, she has an amazing business. So she lost her sister unexpectedly and wanted to help people cope with grief. And so she didn't know what that looked like. And then we started working together in March. Mm-hmm. And she actually created a place where it sells you know, meaningful gifts, provides resources, and also will have a community factor to support people and their you know, transformation journey from grief to healing. Okay. So that's an incredible story. Thank you so much for sharing. I would love it if she would reach out to me because that sounds like an ideal podcast interview. Yes. I, I would right? love that. Amy, yeah. amazing. Amy, please connect with Marsha. Please. Um, yes, I'll just please. connect you guys. Um, yeah. yeah, she is awesome. Um, but yeah, and she also created a grief journal to help you through the process because, you know, grief is messy and sure is. It's, not, it's not easy. And you know, we all will lose people in our lives at some point. So it's definitely an important cause that she's championing. So, and can I also say that that is like essentially exactly what we're talking about? I'm not trying to be like a weird segue, but really, <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what we're talking about. No, is, is what happens like when how your story, really leaning into your story, can really help you identify your purpose, what you're here to do, step in and build that brand. That's beautiful. I look forward yeah. to connecting. I love how we've all connected, and yeah. now I think we have someone else jumping on the screen. Hey. Hi. Hello. Yeah. 
Hello. I'm so excited to be here, ladies. This this is awesome. Nice to see you, Rachel. Nice to see you, Marcia. I tried to go on my laptop. It it doesn't give you the same notifications. I was a little I don't know if you can on the laptop. I've never done it. I've only done it on the phone on live. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Looks good. It works. Well, <laughs> Jennifer and I put it out there to like do and offer some matic coaching for yeah. people who would be interested. And you put your hand up, which I absolutely love. This <laughs> is the whole. It is. It's the vulnerable piece of literally like this is this is how we grow, right? Everybody's so afraid, but at the same time, it's like if you want to grow, you got to step into that piece. Yes. And one of my, um, one of my coaches, mentors that I, she said it and I'm not going to say it properly, but if you're feeling confident, then you're not growing. So I went, Oh crap, because we search, we search, it is good. We Uh search for confidence, right? Because that makes us feel comfortable because then it's like, okay, I'm in my area and I'm like here and I feel comfortable and this is good. But if we actually like, that's not confident because we're not like we're in one space. So if we want to continue to grow, we are going to be continually stepping into discomfort, which is, I love that you've, you said, yep, I'll do it. So I'm so excited to have you both here. This is awesome. Yes. I'm excited. I am excited. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's funny about confidence. We were just talking about that yesterday and um, you're right because I always like, I'm, I was telling my friend, I am confident. I go, but what does that mean? Because I could do things, but I don't, sometimes I just stop myself. Like I'm, I'm confident. And then I'm like, well, but I don't want to do that. You know, <laughs> it's like, well, what does that mean? It's this contradiction that it is a contradiction. Everybody, right? Yeah. Oh, well, oh, every single person, every single person. And like, if you think about it, that contradiction is just this, like, it's this constant back and forth. And I also would call that like wasting energy and the energy that we could be using for, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. when she said it, I was like, oh, that one stung. And that was a good one. And that was a reminder because as humans, we search mm-hmm. for confidence and that feeling. But if we're always growing, we're never there. Yes, courage is doing it afraid. It is 100% doing it afraid and not being attached to the outcome. Because what we have planned in our head is only based on, here comes a little bit of woo-woo. It's only based on everything we have learned and know to date. Which means we actually do have tunnel vision of what we can create because we can't see the possibilities because we haven't created them yet. So that is something that helps me to think about, all right, so my brain sees this as a possibility. What about if it's this or something even better, allowing our brain to even think about all the other possibilities that are past what I know. That's what scares me. (laughs) Because it's the unknown, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I I have ideas and I've always somebody puts something out there and gives me a path I okay I'll just I'll go with it mm-hmm. but I never know where to keep going you know I get I get stuck or I'm like well, what should I do you know mm-hmm. this is where so this is where I know we've talked offline a lot Rachel and I yes um, too but like I, this is where yeah. having a vision is so important because it's sort of like if you know what your purpose is, if you know what it is right now in this present moment, you then can create a vision for yourself and what you're striving to get to. And I use this analogy with clients. It's like, if you want to get 
from you know Texas to Phoenix, right? And you you will there are many roads that will lead to Phoenix, but ultimately Phoenix is your destination. Correct. So you need to have a destination, some idea of where you're going, but then practicing what Marsha was talking about, be unattached to the outcome, which is so hard, guys. This is not easy work. No, let me be real for a second. It's great advice, but I have I work to follow it every single day. Like, I, trust me, I don't have that figured out by any means. They're like, Thanks. I mean, Sue can attest to that. Like, that is, and I have to remind myself to not be attached, not be attached, like not be attached. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's it's whatever, however we do that. But you're so right, Jennifer. We have to have that bigger vision of mm-hmm. what that can look like. Yeah. Yes, and then not being afraid to step into what it's going to take to get mm-hmm. there. So mm-hmm. it requires you, I was thinking about it today, like what does freedom really look like, feel like? What does freedom really look like, right? And I often imagine a bird flying, right? But mm-hmm. they know, they have flight and they're being free, but they always know that they can land where they need to, to stay grounded. And they mm-hmm. also know where they're flying to. So yes, they always have a path. Birds actually have a path, a destination, like, it's it's interesting, birds. <laughs> a good analogy. <laughs> oh, okay, great. I'm glad that that came popped into my mind because that's a download that I got today. That's a that's a great got. analogy. Yeah, that's a great yeah. analogy. Yes, I love that, Jessica. I do. I love that. Yes. And we'll, so, you know, we'll talk to you, I, Jess. What what you're gonna join the program next next oh, Friday? Nice. So we'll talk more about that. Woo-hoo. <laughs> So Rachel, we wanted to have you come here because we want to do some hot seat coaching for you and kind of give people a preview into what they can expect next week in our workshop. But want to kind of see, you know, you have lots to your story, girl. (laughs) I do. and, And you talk about legacy mindset. So let's just go to one aspect of your story that prompted you to want to get to this kind of legacy mindset that you have right now. And then what we're going to do is break it down. So Marsha's going to talk about how you can unpack that story a little bit. And then I'll talk about how you could use that to market and brand yourself. And again, just give us like a small, you know, piece of the story. Okay. So I came up with legacy mindset. Um, My, my partner, my father of my children um, passed away when I was 40. Uh, It was Yeah. So we were 40 years old. We were both 40 and um, I got thrown into probate court and I really was trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up is really because I, Adam was, you know, helped me and he did things. We had the kids. Um, I was always very content being a follower or how would you say a supporter? I was not really, I don't think I was a, I don't believe I was a follower because I, I don't think I had the focus back then to be follow anybody, <laughs> but I definitely, I would support. And if somebody needs something, I was always there. So I, I really enjoyed helping people. I've had friends that are very successful in restaurants and in construction. And um, I just really love real estate and, and food and things like that. But what I really found was what I needed, what, what got me, up in the morning was trying to figure out how am I going to live like my life? You know, I probate ended. I was in probate for an awful long time. He died when we were, when we were 40 and I ended probate two years ago. So 
I'm I'm going to be 56 in like less than a week. <laughs> so it was a long time in this, uh, in just an awful state. I mean, I was negative. I was angry. Um, like my, my poor children had to put up with me in a, in a very negative space for a very long time, you know, and I went to drinking and that was really hard. And I was thinking about the drinking and for me, and I'm not saying this is everybody, and I've gone to you know different things, AA and stuff like that. But I just really think when you don't have a purpose, when you don't have something that you really want to do or you enjoy, you end up at drinking. Yeah, lost. And you just, ah, you know, I'll have a drink. And then that one drink turns into more. So I didn't want to do that anymore. Like four years ago, I, I gained a lot of weight. I've lost like probably about at least 55 pounds. So I have pictures of myself very heavy. Wow. <laughs> and... um I just wanted to figure out how I'm going to take care of my kids. So we had to sell an apartment building. The Adam had a lot of properties and construction. So I, I was always around people and, you know, I know what I like. And so I see visions and I go for it. You know, I just kind of veer my way through kind of blindly in the past. But in the past, you know, four or five years, it's been very intentional that I want to help people understand that life, there's more to life than just getting up and, and trying to go through the motions. And, you know, there's, there, you have to have a purpose. You have to have a purpose to, to help your kids, to help yourself. Yeah. And, you know, kind of the thing that turned me around, I am in KBB, I don't know what they call it now, but with Dean and uh, Tony Robbins. And from that, I started reading different books and I, I found Robin Sharma's 5am club. Mm-hmm. And just the, the cute story and how he explained getting up and having a purpose that it woke me up. I'm going to say it definitely woke me up. And I met Craig Siegel, like literally while I was reading the book and he just reminded me of Adam, of, of mm-hmm. my, of my soulmate and the way he talks, he's from New York. And, you know, he just, and how can I say this? Adam was an adorable man and he would help anybody. He's kind of has the same charisma and everything that Craig does, but he had, I'm going to say it. he had demons in him from his past that he didn't know how to deal with. And so when I saw Craig, I was like, oh, my God, it's him. But with like a, a normal, you know, what I mean? like <laughs> a vision and all the things that I knew that he could be like I saw in Craig. So I know I was like one of the first one to ones with him, me and Carrie, like were the first I get like all choked up. <laughs> and it just so it was so special to be part of that 12, our first, you know, our first CLS first group. Family. Yeah. Yeah. And the residual income part of it came by like wanting to to keep joining people and and learning more. So I got a lump sum of money, you know, during the probate and all this stuff. And I just I I basically was thinking, I just want to, and I realized that it was kind of stinking thinking because I basically I wanted to learn, learn, learn. So I was just kind of giving away my money, you know, to people. And I realized, you know, I kept dwindling, dwindling. I was like, I'm not really giving it away. I'm giving it away because I want to help that person. I want the information they're giving me. Like, I could show you. It's a mess. But I have books, 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 books. You're investing in yourself. Yeah. so giving it away. You're investing in yourself. And I was like, I have all these things. What can I do with this? So now you have all this knowledge. Mm -hmm. Two paths. I, I mean, what I love is residual income and legacy building. So I found two sources that I 
feel I can get myself around. And, and one is well, I do insurance. If somebody wanted to go like a traditional route and make residual income, like there's insurance. I mean, it's not that fun or fancy. And then another thing that I, I really love, I'm with a group of people who are all about mindset as well as like, you know, CLS's group, we do essential services and it's just, it's actually really phenomenally amazing. I, I have so many things that I like. So there's those two things. And then I'm totally into wellness because of stopping drinking and all those things. Like to me, all of these things are just a daily basis. So my daily living is for your family legacy to figure out how to make you happy. So I'm happy, but I want to be like phenomenally joyous and just like being free yes and successful and yes. prove to yourself that you can do it and i don't actually think that you have to choose any which path they yeah. all go together in my i was actually gonna say that they're all roads right they're all going to the same place you can have 10 mm -hmm. different roads like as jennifer said like you're getting to one destination mm -hmm. it's one destination so there's a lot of different paths to get there mm -hmm. A lot of times what we do as humans is we talk about the path. We talk about the path and the way to get there. And people can't tap into that, but they can tap into the vision of why you want to go there. Does that yes. make sense? Yes. Yes. And so what I would, my first thought, if I, if I could just speak if, for a second, my first thought is I would love like you, I don't, you're going to go back and watch this afterwards. You mm -hmm. got emotional when you were talking about like who you were then how this impacted your life. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I'm straightforward. You know that you were emotional, but then you got uncomfortable with that emotion. You pulled back and you went over here. You got to dive into that because that yeah. is, that is why your vision is so important to you because you know what you felt like, what it, like what it looked like, what you experienced, how it affected <laughs> your health, right? See, so it's uncomfortable. Yeah. How it affected your yeah, health, how it affected your finances. <laughs> yep. This, remember, these are the pieces of the story that you can do all of that without ever talking about your partner. It's how you experience wow. that. And the more you dive into that, like, who were you? What did you, I made a bunch of notes while you were talking. Who were okay. you? What did you, what did you feel? Like, what was your day to day like? And don't minimize that it took me like 10 years. Like that was, I, it took a lot of work, like a lot of work, but it affected all aspects of your health, your finances, your mindset, all areas. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot of work to dig mm -hmm. yourself out of that. So I think you actually do have to dig into the story a mm -hmm. little bit more to mm -hmm. share what you experienced then, because that's why this vision is so important for you. Like it's so yeah, important for you. It is. How yeah. you get there that's Jennifer's wheelhouse, but how you get there <laughs> is one of many paths. And I think what happens too often mm -hmm. is that we emphasize the paths to get there and not mm -hmm. the vision. Yeah. And also you're trying to do all the paths at the same time, which is yeah. when you're talking, you're bouncing around, which is normal mm -hmm. because it's like all in your head. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you are, you know, branding yourself and trying to sell your services, it's really important that you're only using certain aspects of your story, which makes sense to that person. So yes, for sir. you, my daily living, you lit up when you were talking about it. Oh yeah. For me, like that's your path and yeah. tie in the legacy piece and the wellness piece because you have to be well, mind, yes. body, spirit, every single Soul. day mm. and that it's daily living right yeah. 
Yep. And then you need to ensure that you are building a legacy of wealth, of health. That's where the legacy mindset comes in. So for you, and then you could talk about insurance. Like you can still do all of these things, but you could be literally the legacy mindset queen, whatever you want to brand yourself. And that really comes from the work that you do and how, you know, and what the story is and how you're talking about it. Then you can come up with how you're going to position yourself. But really you are narrowing down the key parts, which is legacy mindset, my daily living. They don't know enough about my, you know, my daily living and, you know, these mm-hmm. essential services. But even when you're talking about essential services, you got to break that down for people because I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Like, 100%. Oh, okay. you got to put it in a realistic con, like, construct, you mm-hmm. know, to give people an understanding. Because if people don't have, if people are like you, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Before. I, which, yes. Before the, before yep. you, Rachel, okay, which is most likely going to be your target customers, okay, and clients. Yeah. They're not going to understand probate. They're not going to understand what this, nope. they're, all they're going to be is, you know, I was following my husband, my partner all these years. Ooh, my phone's falling. And this is, and this is what I need to do, and I don't know what to do. So how can you be a resource for those people? Honestly, I just want to piggyback one thing because I absolutely love everything that Jennifer said there. And I also think that as far as humans go, sometimes residual income is a little bit of a trigger word. People don't, they associate it with things and they don't necessarily understand it, right? Mm -hmm. The things like that, that we don't understand. But what does that mean for you? Like, what does, how does that change how you live? As opposed to using that word, I would think it is more about like, what does it mean for your life then? What would have meant then? And what does it mean now? So it's, it's, it's staying away from just only identifying those pieces, but really bringing yourself and your story to your brand because you're always your brand, right? Like you are your brand, not the past, not the path. That's that is a big mistake. A lot of people I feel make, I've done it too, right? Mm -hmm. I love network marketing. I don't have any, I have no issues with it whatsoever, but a lot of times It's Mm -hmm. like we talk about what's in the box, but everybody gets the same box. So you have to identify with who you are and why people want to connect with you. So I think really identifying how that's different for you and what that has done in your life is where people will relate and they need to see what you were before and how you live now. And even it's the transformation. And even though it's hard, like even though it's hard, that transformation is where so many people are going to go. I can see myself in that story. Like I can see myself. I can feel, Oh my God, I feel what she's talking about. She sees me like she sees me. And that is that with you guys. So yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Even though people's stories aren't a hundred percent the same, it's aspects of the story that they can see themselves in and what you're selling is the transformation. If you look at any products that you buy, when you, even if you simple as you have a headache and you go to the store and buy Advil, okay? Mm-hmm. What is Advil selling you? The promise that you'll feel better after your headache, right? Correct. That's why you're mm-hmm. buying the product. Remember, yeah. you're buying the after effect. And so when you buy into a coach or you buy into a service, you're buying that guarantee that you will have that transformation 
And what does it take? You have to show people. I mean, look at the Advil commercials. Like when people are like struggling, they have a headache and like they're showing this is what you look like, but Mm -hmm. this is what you could feel like. Break it down for people. Mm -hmm. And that's how you really market and show yourself. And again, like everyone doesn't understand like brand. What does that mean? Right. No one like no one really understands what does marketing mean? Because everyone has all these different meanings, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you want to sell something, you have to market it. Right. <laughs> at the very least. And what you're selling is a brand, whether mm-hmm. it's a product, whether it's a service, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But you're also, more importantly, you're selling yourself. Because people buy from people day in and day out, whether it's the people behind the brand, (laughs) actual selling a service, a coach, you're buying Mm -hmm. from people. And especially you, whether you're selling insurance or these essential services or Mm -hmm. if you're network marketing, they're buying you. Yeah. Yeah. So let them see you. (laughs) So let them see you. Let them see you. Like li- literally let them see you. And the easiest I could way talk, to do that is your story. It is your story. I could talk all the time about the fact that just write your book, write your book, share your story. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have to dip back into what life looked like before I didn't. What did it? I don't stay there. I dip in there so that people can see what that felt like and really how different life is now. Like yes. what, how different I live, how I show up, how I take care of myself, priorities, like all, it's not ego. It's all us. It's like, you got to let people see you because I think based on the emotion that even just that little bit of sharing brought up for you, the more you can dip into that and share that, honestly, the more people will see you, the more they will connect with you, the more they will want to be around you, your energy and learn how you're doing what you're doing, as opposed to just saying how I, this is how. Does that help, Rachel? I first I want to make sure that you're getting what you need out of this yeah. session that we have here. And you're supported. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, it's definitely helping. Um, because I, well, all around, like I keep saying, my daily living to me, it encompasses everything. So I guess my struggle is, um, like, how, how do I explain without explaining and tell my story and do you know, that's where I, that's where my, um, that's where I guess where I get stuck because I have different groups, the essential services, you know, I have a whole support system that I really don't really do much. I just say, Hey, come in and check this out. And literally if somebody would join me in that, I have hundreds of thousands of people that help me. Do you know what I mean? It's like a, such a huge, I was just at a two day event in Tahoe and um, there's like 200 people there and just, you know, it was like a big CLS thing. Like it's the same thing. It's, it's mindset, people helping each other. This one gentleman had been in the, the group for nine years and he finally broke through to the next level of residual income in a sense, but he broke through the next level of himself. His face changed, his body changed, the realization of himself like getting himself out of the way and actually doing what he was supposed to do. The little simplistic thing of just asking people, Hey, come check this out. That's all we have to do. Hey, come Mm -hmm. check this out. But I, there was a a live I did, I think with uh, somebody in our group and uh, it was like six, seven months ago. And I just basically said, Oh, this is it. Blah, 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 blah. And I just spit everything out. And they're all looking at me like, that's exactly what we told you not to do. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was like, but, but, you know, and I, I get so excited and I'm just like, ah, I, need, yeah. I need to be a better, uh, I learned how to be intentional. The thing yeah. is like you, there, you have so much because mm -hmm. you're doing so much that when you look at a ball of string and it's like all together, right? Like mm -hmm. you don't, you can't actually see anything that's unraveled. So it, you really need to make sure that you have to be clear mm -hmm. in how you're presenting. I don't know what my daily living is, so I have no idea. So you have mm -hmm. to break that down for me and what that looks like. And we could do, you know, do that at another point in time. But my point is yeah. just by me telling you, I don't know what my daily living is. Yeah. You have to talk about, well, what is it? Why mm -hmm. is it important? How will this help me? Right? Because mm -hmm. that's how you're going to captivate your audience. Yes. And then mm -hmm. with like residual income, what is it? How mm -hmm. does it happen? What does it look like? Because you're, you have to talk to your audience. If you want to sell something, you have to talk to them and ask them, mm -hmm. what do they need? Ask yourself, what do they need to hear? And how mm -hmm. am I going to tell them that this is what they need? How is it going to help them? And you're going to yeah. use your story parts of your story. When was residual income for, helpful for you? How did it help save you when you were going through probate court? And what did that look like, right? You don't have to get to all the nitty gritty details of your story. Yeah. You just need to know like, hey, I was on the verge of starving. I didn't have food in my fridge. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's actually true, but I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> I will know, but the picture. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I had that residual income check come in on a Friday and that's what saved me. And I always knew that's how I could plan my bills around this, right? Like, again, none of this is true, but I'm just saying, like, do you see how you're painting a different picture for people and why this is, could be beneficial for them? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. I, I loved everything you just shared, Jennifer and Rachel. I thank you so much for being vulnerable. One of the questions somebody asked, which is a great question, I didn't know where it went to, is how do you dip into your story? How do you dip in and not and not um, live in that space? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a fantastic question. Thank you yeah. for asking. I do not know who asked that, but it's a great question. So when you dip into your story, and this can be relevant for you right now, is it is literally going back into like, what did I experience? What was I feeling? And we are humans, right? So humans, we have our different senses. What do I see? What do I feel? What do I hear? right? What am I, what, what am I kinesthetically feeling? That's the more we can tap into our emotions and what we experienced in that space. That is what makes us relatable. It's not the story that makes us relatable. It is the emotions, the pain, the emotions, the growth, the, the, that's what makes us relatable. So I always use Lisa Nichols explanation about, you know, you're driving, like if you're driving through a valley and when you drive through the valley, you've heard me say this so many times, but if you, as you drive through the valley, that when you're in those low points in your life or in your story, it is not a case of like driving through the lowest points and staying there, unpacking, buying property, moving in, blah, blah, blah. When we were in the early stages of our struggles, that is where, that is what a lot of us did. I lived in a victim mindset. Like I had property in that valley. I lived there. That's the only thing I did because I didn't know how to pull myself out. And so if you're thinking of it as a driving and dipping into the story, you're welcome. As you're dipping into the story, what happens is, is you're just, I need you to touch on like, how, what did you feel? 
What did you see? What did you hear? What was life like? Like, what did it look like? How did you handle problems? How was your, your mindset? How, like all of those things and you dip into it and then you come back out the other side. So we don't stay in that space. We just move and travel through. So who I was, what happened like in that moment, how I see life differently now. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's moving through that. A hundred percent. And remember, and I think of like, there's no light that gets into the valley, right? Like how can you really see the horizon if you're stuck in the middle? We're not meant to stay in the middle and life is about the ebbs and flows of life. And I love what Frank said that like, don't like, I forget what he said, but he was just basically like the challenges are always going to be there. They're coming. The challenges are coming for you always. Always. But it's up to us to understand that the challenges will always be there. But mm-hmm. that's why it's important that we have a vision, a purpose. We have a strong mindset. Our body is healthy. Mm-hmm. Our soul, our spiritual practice, like all of these things are so incredibly important, mm-hmm. especially, 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 especially when you're building something. Yes. When you're building a brand or taking a leap of faith into something new, it is so important. And I just want to share too, Rachel, because like you and me are very similar. <laughs> I see a lot of myself in Rachel. You know, for me, like when I, because I've been doing a lot of like going back in, in my trauma history, like I remember like two years ago, because it's now been two years since I left corporate America, I was pushed out of my job. And I had no choice but to leave. And that job for me was, I was, my career was the most important thing because I grew up in an unstable household. My dad was a gambler and, you know, he created a lot of chaos in my family growing up. So I always never wanted to be like my mom, dependent on my father or a husband or anybody. So career was important to me. So what I thought I landed my dream job, okay, something didn't feel right. But I took it anyway, because this is what's going to look on the resume. The job is perfect for me, blah, blah, blah. But something wasn't right. And it turned out to be true. Right. Mm. And that's why, you know, at the end of the day, it didn't work out. But it didn't work out for a reason. And here's why. When everything looks perfect, but Mm. something doesn't feel right, there's a reason why. And you Mm. have to trust yourself enough to understand that maybe that path wasn't that path wasn't for me because I was meant to do something bigger and Mm -hmm. here's also why at the same time only two short months later I then found out that my now ex-husband was living a double life so had I been in that job living how I was living not taking care of myself my focus on just trying to stay afloat Mm -hmm. and trying to keep my life together I honestly probably wouldn't have survived so at the end of the day it all saved me and all brought me here. My life looks completely different, but now I'm seen and connecting with people that need me most. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, my, my life has changed completely as well. Like we're talking, but before, probably pre-kids, you know, I, I was in an 18 year relationship with a restaurant in a sense, you know, I mean, I, I lived and breathed and everything about, um, you know, that restaurant was, was me and I've never really let it go. It was part of my life. And, and, you know, the owner and her mother are just, you know, very dear to me. And, but yeah, my life has completely changed. You know, I mean, 
I ended up, I've, I've owned apartment buildings. I've had to go to different parts of the state and, and literally figure out, I, I went pro per. I was in, I, I could basically be a lawyer. I, I was like, should I just go to the, to the bar and do that? And then I'm like, oh, I don't want to do another thing. And law, I don't really like the paperwork. You know, I'm just looking around my room. I'm like, right. So there you go. Know, like, you know, something's not right for you. Yeah. I mean, and, that's, and that's the point. I think at the end of the day, we have all of these stories of our past and these experiences. And that's why it's so critical that you use them to help others that are in your space. So the reason that I shared that is because I always knew I always wanted to save the planet and animals and help people see through their eyes that they cannot be overlooked. And really that story was really rooted because I was overlooked as a child. My father didn't see what was happening, right? And so the truth is we, the corporations, people overlook those that seemingly don't have a voice, right? Yes. But they do and they matter and they need people like us to stand up for them. So I ask you, who do you need to stand up for? Who do you need to wake up for every single day and stand up for them? Because who didn't stand up for you? that is why it's so important we need our stories Mm -hmm. to be seen and then to help others rise i realized that i I was kind of always veering like the past couple of years more like 35 to to 55 but i realized i hang around a lot of older people Mm -hmm. and the the wisdom that they have that's why i really love marcia too to tell your story because i look at these women in um just oozing with things that they could share and, you know, break out of their, you know, they're like, they're like me, you know, and I see them, I'm like, come on, we could do this. you know. So I, I think I really do want to focus on more, you know, like my age, like 50 now to, to 70 mm-hmm. even because our lives aren't over. And if you're going to sit in a, in your house or in your, wherever you are and, I hate to say it, take prescription drugs and, you know, let the, the norm kind of dictate your life by watching TV and listening to all the madness that's going on. Like that's, you're, you are going to die soon because that's overwhelming and, and sad. And, you know, I don't, it's been years since, you know, I really sat down and watched TV. I like Netflix a little bit, but you know, but to watch like channel five, seven, you know, the normal stations and watch a TV show. Um, it's, it's been a while. I'd rather listen to podcasts and I never listened to podcasts before. Actually, Craig, he's like, you gotta listen to you. We got the podcast. I was like, Oh, well, that's interesting. And I had one of my really, really great friends. She's telling me, you need to listen to podcasts. I go, ah. I didn't even know what it was. That's why when I, I was like, Oh, I want to do this. That's why it was another thing. Oh, I want to do that. Oh, I want to do that. <laughs> no, But I think you just hit the nail on the head. You want to just focus on people that are in their next stage of their life where legacy matters because because that's where you need the money they now need the money they now maybe they're retired and then they need the social security is not going to be there for them (laughs) right and i remember speaking to you know this woman um where she uh, you know planned to retire with her husband they retired he had parkinson's and now he was in late stage parkinson's and they plan to travel the world together that's what they plan to do on their retirement right That didn't happen. Now she's worried about making, you know, income on the side to help pay for his medical bills. 
Yes. This is not something people think about. They don't plan for, right? And again, now, what is her legacy? Mm-hmm. Because so that's why, because exactly that reason is why I was praying for something to help pay my bills. And that's what my residual side income is. It's literally essential services is our phone. If you got paid for the, the um, when somebody turns on the TV, when somebody is, ants, you know, looks, makes a phone call, turn, make, uh, I can't even think right now because I'm so nervous, but. Um, okay, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Can, can, can I interrupt you for a second? I love you. Okay. Can I interrupt you for a second? Not the path. The, like, what does it mean to you to have that mm-hmm. taken care of? Because, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, stay in the emotions of what does it feel like to have mm-hmm. those things where you are now compared mm-hmm. to where you were. Because what'll happen is the people who do resonate with what you feel, if we only ever talk about the path, then they'll lose that vision. You want them to help them birth their vision of what's possible. And they could use that path to maybe, I don't know, but you're helping them to see that vision for themselves Mm -hmm. so that you're helping them. And you're doing that because you're allowing yourself to be seen in your story. Okay. Does that make sense? I'm yes. sorry if yeah. I could. Yeah. I just, because, because I I needed residual income and I, I want to do other things, that's where I found these paths. So I want to share them. I'm trying to find the right way to do it. So that's why I'm here. I know. <laughs> yeah. well, I know. You already started, right? Yeah. It, it is to use how you felt mm-hmm. and yeah. what the residual income meant to you, yes. right? And now you're 56, 50, 56? Uh, yeah, 13th, I'll be 56. Okay, it's happy early it's birthday. <laughs> and so this is the point. Okay, so now you're going to be 56. And yes. now you are starting to think about my purpose. What does Rachel want to want to be when she grows up? And again, oh, you're love 56. This. What is the legacy that Rachel wants to leave? Because Rachel never got the opportunity to live for herself. She never once got to live the opportunity to live for herself. And mm-hmm. now her kids have grown up. She's mm-hmm. now like, oh my God, like the world is my oyster. What can it, I do with my like, life? What can I do? What do I do? Then she's like, oh my God, I'm so excited, right? Yeah. And I have all yeah. these books and I have all these interests because you never got the chance to explore yeah. them 56 years ago, okay? Exactly, it. yeah. That's exactly, that's honestly. Okay. So celebrate that. Yeah. Yes. That you now get the opportunity, and now also too at the same time you get to teach other people like, hey, you can actually live by making a residual income and fulfilling your legacy. And I'm going to show you how because I'm doing it day in and day out. Here's why. Yeah. And that is the end. Like that. Like that is that is that is it. Does that make sense? Yes. It so what Jennifer it just good. said there. Yeah, exactly. What it does is it creates some sense of curiosity. Humans don't like to be told to. They they don't. They it's like they, in social media. Listen, I've done it too. Okay, so I'm not there's. But social media is what you want to do is like it's let them see you come with me. Not this is the way. Like this is this is they humans need to see themselves in the journey with you to relate. And what Jennifer just said there, go back and listen to this part. It's going to save today. Go back and listen to this part because that was incredibly powerful. Like that is then end of sentence. Does that make sense? 
Yes. Yeah. And also why yes. people don't like to be told or sold to is because people like to be free. Yes. People want the freedom. And have our decisions, yeah. our own decisions. And our let it own be decisions and, and to do it ourselves in our own way. And mm. let me tell you, that is a beautiful thing because we all have our own unique story, our mm -hmm. own unique purpose, yeah. and no one can live it for us but us. And so that's what I advocate for, for day in and day out, that you have a purpose, only mm -hmm. you can bring it to life, and you can make money living your purpose, and we'll show you how to do yep. it. Period. Period. For the workshop next week. I'm so excited. And, and you yes, so the workshop is yep. Friday. Now it's Friday. 12 okay. to 2. If you have not signed up, my friends, sign up. Because okay. it is, this is just a snapshot of what's going to be happening on how we're going to unpack your story your purpose and build it into a brand. You will get hot seat coaching. You will have a workbook. Like this is no fluff. Like yeah. you get the both of us. So, yeah. so excited. Honestly, this is, mm -hmm. this is just another example of honestly, like literally Link collaboration. Like so two, two calls to action. If you like this, let us know, please actually, sorry, three, I lied you. And I'd love for you to share it too. If you want to join the workshop, it's in both the links of our bio. It's your story makes your brand. We are here to literally help you with this process. Okay. It's like full two hours with the two of us. We've kept it small on purpose because we know the difference of what it makes. And three, if you are interested in hot seat coaching, message myself or Jennifer DM on this video, whatever, and we will reach out because we will do more hot seat coaching because I love this. I think it's a great idea. Dave, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you. How you're going to market yourself and just enjoy this time, girl, because you yeah. earned it. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I do appreciate you both. I love you. And I just love you. you. Love you. Yes. Love you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you for going first. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Honor that. Seriously, honor that. Thank you for going first. All right. Yes. I okay. definitely will. Awesome. I love you. Bye, okay. Ladies. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life. <laughs>